our voyage to the Isle of Treasure carried us across uncharted waters. No, wait. Make that uncharted deserts, fraught with untold perils. Aye, it was a long, difficult crossing, and the crew was on the verge of mutiny. Are we there yet, Captain? <laughs> I'm not the captain. I'm your father, and watch the knife. Yo, check this out! Hello, everybody! My name is Andrew. And I'm Mark. And you are listening to Television Movie Night? Is that right? Yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. It's another week uh, that you have been loyally, loyally listening to us. Uh, yeah. Last week was a great episode. Oh, I loved it. Week I... before that one was great too. Ooh, and so uh, many special guests as well. Yes, uh, Will Smith, mm-hmm. um, Zachary Ty Bryant. Yeah, yeah. Trisha really... Heaton. That's right. We had them all on the same episode. Um, all, all your favorites. All your favorites. all your favorites were there, and I hope everyone was listening because we I were hope you listened. To... We are and planting I hope you listen, the seeds. I hope you listened live because those those tapes were burned immediately. Yeah, it's we wanted to do like we did an old uh, the the days of te- old television. We did it live, and that was it. And yeah. we took those we took those kinescopes and we just recorded right over them. There's 17 episodes of Honeymooners out of like 60, I think. Yeah, and then there's our entire last year. It's the same. Been, it's, 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 it's literally, the same, it's it's literally the exact same thing. Mark, how you doing in this cold Andrew, October? Andrew, it's October. It's a very spooky month. Mm-hmm. Um, Andrew, I have a question for you at the top of the show. Yes, in the back. Uh, uh, state your publication, please. Uh jugs magazine oh i like what you guys do go ahead yes (laughs) you may have found our 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 material in the back of al bundy's car (laughs) yeah it's that or is that biggins it's biggins biggins andrew Uh, you know how in um so i've been thinking about this because it's halloween i'm watching a lot of scary movies oh i don't like this i don't like where this is going Andrew, you know how Captain Kirk would come across like a sexy alien woman? Yeah. And she would just be a standard humanoid, but with like green skin. Yeah. You you paint them up green. Maybe you put a thing on their head. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew, do you think there's an upper limit for you of at what point a sexy alien stops being sexy and just becomes kind of weird? Like... It gets further. It, it, what's the line between like what's humanoid and then into like, oh, that's a weird space monster. Yeah. But keep huh. in mind, the space monster still wants to have sex with you. OK, I think uh, it's probably like. Once once you start getting away from like the physical human body, maybe that's it. What if it had arms and legs, but also tentacles? Like how many tentacles? An even number. All right. So like 24. Yeah. <laughs> 100. Yeah. Are, are these are these like in place of the arms? Or are they like on the back or how no, is they're, this? They're 
along the back and there's a couple along the the flank the sides and there's a couple on the the the, the toes or tentacles are they is are they like slimy no they're just like they just happen to just kind of they feel like human flesh but they're appendable oh, oh. so they can <laughs> i don't know what's worse ew human flesh no imagine what looked like a snake's tail or you know like a you know, some kind of thing. Just yeah, but it going feels back like your forth, lovers. But it's like a lover's arm, like a finger, like that. That they don't a human human the human body doesn't move like a like a snake's tail. Usually, usually. Uh, I well, okay. So they got tentacles, but they look like a they look like a lady. They look like the human form. They're they're humanoid, but they're you know multi. They're all the colors of the Microsoft uh, Windows logo. Red, blue, green, and yellow. <laughs> Don't ask me how I know that off the top of my head. All right. Um, that's, that's well, it's, it's like, it, it's like uh, you know, having sex or, or uh, finding like a mermaid attractive. Like, sure. again, I know it's, that's half and half. That's like 50%. The top half is the part you're like, cool. Sexy lady. And then the bottom half is like, that's all fish stuff. Yeah. Uh, I think that's where the line is though, right? Once you really start trending away from, yeah, you slap some tentacles on it. All right, fine. They got a hundred tentacles, but they still got all the, all the stuff I recognize from the, from science class sure right <laughs> sure various movies that they showed me various reel to reels that they showed me in high school yeah i, I think i remember what how this goes yeah that's that's fine once but once you're like okay it's like they got a human head but then the rest of their body they got tentacles and it's like space jelly yeah no well, no, like, no one wants space jelly or they got a they got a slam and bod, but their head's like a like a like a bee, like a bee's head. That's scary. Or That's just a bee. Not oh, a bee's well, yeah, head, exactly. Whole bee what if it's body. just a bee? What if it's just a bee? Not even like a like a large space bee. <laughs> I'm saying like just an average bee. bee that isn't trying to can have on a on a solid eight. <laughs> and it's trying to make you have sex with it. Yeah, it'd be yeah. weird. Yeah, it would be weird. And this, and this, how did this come up? You were watching like a like a Friday Thirteenth or something, or? Uh, yes, I was watching. I was watching a Chucky, and I was like, I'd have sex with Chucky. <laughs> if Chucky were an alien, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's not let's not beat around the bush here, fellas. <laughs> uh, any other disturbing hype, uh, hypotheticals you got in your? I mean, pocket there, Mark? here here's where it actually comes from. I was right. thinking about how xenomorphs from Alien. Of course, I I think I would be more willing to have sex with one of them than with a predator. Um. Okay, so let's say both of them were trying to court you. Yes, I'm the prettiest girl at the dance. You're at the you're at the the. Monster Mash Cotillion. Yeah. And, and I here... feel like the Predator is a little too human, but uh -huh. then it's got the weird vagina mouth. And it's he is one ugly motherfucker. And he's an ugly. Well, maybe that's what it is, is that I know Schwarzenegger wouldn't approve. <laughs> but the alien from Alien. Yeah. 
you kind of lithe. It's it's weird enough to where I'm like, it's definitely an alien. And it's there. but it's got goo. It's gooey. It's got uh, sure, it's, it's a little gooey. It's got but it's like. It's got the double mouth, I guess. That was double, double, double smooches, I guess. I guess. Yeah, twice the smooches. <laughs> Some might even say moochas, smooches from the xenomorph. I would never say that. Uh but it, it's it's blood is acid, Mark. Isn't that does that concern you? I have never drawn blood while being intimate. <laughs> well, uh, I guess I'm doing it wrong. Apparently, you didn't watch those reel to reels very closely. There's <laughs> <laughs> nothing but knife play, from what I could tell. Yeah. Uh, both have their con pros and cons. I feel like got the but the predator. You know, the predator is gonna. Pray's gonna remember a lot of stuff. They're gonna get you a gift on your birthday. They're gonna know everything about you, you know. I guess mainly I just can only imagine an alien loving me is where this is really coming and, from. And not a not a predator from the movie Predator. No, a monster. Oh, I mean, just I'm a monster like, in general. I see. Yeah, I'm like, I can't think of a, a human person. It's like <laughs> what what about Vasquez or Ripley? They're up there. And I'm like, no. I'd take my chance with the alien. Maybe, maybe the uh, the loader at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a like a big mech. That'd be fun. Yeah. Well, Mark, uh, you know who does love you? Who's that, Andrew? Television movie night. Oh, good. Thank you. So you got that going for you. I have that. For those of you who have forgotten, including myself. Television Movie Night, according to this card here, it's a podcast where you and I watch made-for-TV movies and talk about them at length. That doesn't seem right. Uh, well, it should be two minutes at most. How I, much can I, you say I, about a TV movie? You're like, all right, it's it's the day after. That's it. That's all. It's the it's day. Four, it's three. The- stuff happens. We go to a commercial break. Yeah, there's a night. Who's on it's Carson? Of, it's a night, and it's of a scarecrow. There you go. Yeah. Uh, this month, Mark, is October, as we've talked about, and it's the scariest goddamn month you ever did see. So we're watching nothing but scary times, scary films uh, of a certain ilk. (laughs) Andrew, I want to be very clear here. I had I did not pick uh, this week's movie, nor any of the movies this month, nor any of the movies that we'll be watching. So we got that going for us. Uh, apparently, we're starting off in the shallow end of the pool just to get our feet wet again. Sure. This time around, I don't know where we left off last time, but this time around for this week, we are watching Treasure Island. The adventure begins. <laughs> and we're going to talk about it at length in a segment I like to call, well, what do you know? Andrew, this seems like a sweet spot for the two of us, for okay. our interests. It does. It's a it's a good it's a it's a chocolate and peanut butter situation where two you, taste, two great tastes that taste great together. Great together. You love casinos. I love degenerate gambling. Yes. And I love TV movies yep. that take place in a fantasy realm of some sort. <laughs> and we both love corporate sellouts. 
Yes, we that love is, that is, we love corporate branding in our TV shows. I want to I want to be very clear here. It's very important for us. If there isn't some kind of thing that you're trying to sell me, I don't I don't care. Yeah, I, it doesn't 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 phase me at all. But if you're trying to get me to to enjoy a brand, woo baby! Now I'm on board. Treasure Island, the adventure begins. Premiered on NBC on Sunday, January 23rd, 1994, Mark. Okay. Directed by Scott Guerin, mm-hmm. who, according to what I could see here, looked like a lot of, like, Disney uh, music videos or something like that. <laughs> I have here that he directed something called Harry Connick Jr. colon The Bare Necessities. And sounds great. Michael Bolton colon A Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes. Oh. This was written by James V. Hart. You you all remember that landmark uh, case? uh, Yes. James V. Hart. Uh, Where they were like, this man is suing his own heart because. It gave out on him and had a heart attack in a five-four decision, which is just—it's just perpetually what it's going to be going well, forward. It is. We got a conservative. It's, it's always going to—it's always going to be five-four in favor of James. Oh no, that doesn't seem right. It seems like the heart should be at least six-three for the heart. James V. Hart wrote uh, a couple movies here: Muppet Treasure Island. All That's right. a great one. Okay. So he's got Is that the, how he got this gig? I'd like to think yes. He said, I already wrote this this Treasure Island thing. And he said, Well, we can't we can't afford the Muppets. He said, Oh, I'm fucking oh. All right, fine. That movie was a hundred minutes long. How long is this thing? 43. All right, I'll just cut out every scene that has a Muppet in it. <laughs> he's like, We're getting Tim Curry, right? He said, Oh, no. oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh yeah, he'll be there. Uh also wrote uh dracula as in bram stoker's dracula <laughs> the, he, this guy wrote really according to imdb yes that's a good movie though maybe i'm wrong but uh, uh i believe you he is an american screenwriter who apparently wrote that particular movie uh, also <laughs> the francis also, ford coppola movie also wrote hook Oh, everybody likes Hook. Uh, this was also co-written by uh, Jamie uh, Barton Klein, who does not have as many extensive credits. Okay. Wrote did not anima- write Hook. An animated feature called Annabelle's Wish, and apparently an episode of biography about Betty Grable. Wow. So. I didn't even realize biographies had writers well not necessarily i i it's they just they just loaded up a disc of encarta and like well someone has someone has to write that betty grable was born yeah in in december 1913 or whatever charlie Chaplin. this stars uh a cast of thousands uh Siegfried and Roy. All right. Well, let's not Steve let's not win. Let's not give away the entire barn here. All right. Anthony Zerby, who was in the Omega Man, The Matrix Reloaded, and The Dead Zone, according to his credits. Corey Carrier, who's essentially our lead here, 
You might better know him as Young Indiana Young Jones. Indiana Jones. Jason Beghe, who apparently is in a who has a reoccurring character in the Chicago Fire, Chicago He's, PD spinoff of Law and as, Order. As I understand it, he is the lead of Chicago PD and oh. shows up a lot in Chicago Fire and Chicago Medical. Chicago Med, I believe, is what it is. And sure. then also shows up in SVU. Because yeah. all that is like a spinoff of Law and Order. I, I and it's know. all inside a snow globe. And it's all and it's the the in the vanilla Law and Order coming back, folks. All right. What's new is old again. And what's old is still on TV. Law and Order. Mark. LA Law. CSI. Vegas. LA Law also getting a getting a, a pilot order. CSI Vegas. That's where it all started, man. What's <laughs> Remember the good times. <laughs> They're back. And also Shannon Cochran in this as well, uh, who was apparently in the ring. Now, you might be saying to yourself, what the hell is Treasure <laughs> Island? The adventure begins. Well, dear listener, I have great news for you. I really don't know either. <laughs> but How dare you. This is a this is a wonderful one hour commercial for the Treasure Island Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. So this aired uh, in primetime on January 23rd, 1994 on NBC. But nowhere does it state in any of the promotion that this is an ad buy. So according to Tom Shales, television critic Tom Shales, the Mirage Resorts flat out bought the hour and paid one Point seven million dollars to air this thing on NBC's airwaves, uh, along with being able to sell Coca-Cola advertising on the back of this. So oh, they yeah. basically paid nothing for it, but they they got the time uh, on NBC to like put together this thing for the recently opened Treasure Island Casino no and, Resort and Resort in Las Vegas. Uh, it bombed in the ratings, to be clear. No. Uh, ten. Uh, it, it was in the 10 lowest rated programs for the week. What but are you telling me? O- only only 75 million people watched it because it was 1994. <laughs> That's right. It was a disaster. Yeah. But NBC tried to spin it saying, well, they tried to compare it to what Hallmark does because CBS at the time on Sundays were doing ad. They were basically selling out. Uh, the time on Sundays to Hallmark for their Hallmark movie of the week thing. But a industry insider said Hallmark presented a program. They didn't present a trip through the Hallmark factory. Oh, which is essentially what this movie is. Now, Mark, January 1994. Cold blooded. What do you know about January 1994? Major, major uh, news items around this time um clinton inauguration uh, i think no. it was 92 it was, it was 96 or 92 jurassic park came out a couple of months before all right so that's something people are still that's gabbing the news. about that uh this premiered on january 23rd 1994 on that monday a major Historical event here in the state of California, the Northridge earthquake happens on January 17th, 1994. Okay. And then earlier in the month, 
the Nancy Kerrigan Tanya Harding fiasco. Oh my goodness! Comes to a head when Nancy Kerrigan is walloped in the knee, uh, leaving Cobo Arena in Detroit, Michigan. By someone. Someone. We don't know why. I'm just saying names. Tanya Harding probably wasn't even involved. She probably wasn't involved. Mark, before we jump into this, what did you think Treasure Island, The Adventure Begins was going to be about? Looking at the Wikipedia page, apparently this aired on NBC, but was also sold in the gift shops. Well, of course it was sold in the gift shops. At Treasure Island. I thought that this would be a fun swashbuckling adventure (laughs) through 90s casinos. And Andrew, let me just say the reason we're watching this at the top of our spooktacular October, of course, is because pirates are objectively scary. They're terrifying. Is there anything scarier than pirates? I think rotting people who will stop at nothing to just get a treasure. All right. They're like dragons. They're terrifying. Dragons love treasure. Uh, burgers. That's true. The most terrifying thing about them is that they love spicy egg covered burgers. Uh, yeah, this was right around the renaissance of Las Vegas converting itself into a, a den of ill, ill respute, ill, ill, ill morals into yes, a family. You can still bring your kids family friendly frolicking fun zone because for as as uh it's not when did the excalibur open uh 89 88 when did the luck store open uh, that would have been later 96 97 later uh, i'm trying to remember if we see a shot of it it might have been around this time as well because they're also we watched the commercials for this as well. Not as fun as you might think they would have been, but just a ton of Coca-Cola. There was a lot of Coca-Cola ads and then there was a lot of come to Vegas. I don't know. Your dumb brats can bungee jump or something. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't fucking care. You do what you want. Uh, yeah, but the, this is circus. Circus is already opened, but I feel like sure, the, that's the Mirage, the the Mirage resorts. That's Mirage, ha- Mirage has that uh, volcano. Yeah, they got the volcano. They got uh, they got that's that's about it. And now they got a cool pirate themed resort. Bring your dumb brats. Look at this. Everybody, everybody come on down. You're going to love it. All right. Well, what did you think this was going to be about? Just swashbuckling fun through a 90s casino? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Andrew, honestly, I was hoping that a bunch of pirates would be fighting and they would knock over a thing of chips. See, on a gambling floor. Yes, that's and then everybody goes dialing diving for the, the chips on the floor. That would be something, but I will be I'll be very clear here. Not a single shot of any gambling device in this entire thing. Not a slot machine, not a poker table, nothing. Is there a de- deck of cards? No, no. For as much as they celebrate Vegas, they they the idea of gambling is very offhandedly mentioned, but the focus is strictly on boy, you're gonna have a (laughs) it's gonna be an adventure thrill a minute here at Treasure Island. The adventure begins. Well, let's dive in, Mark. Act one, it's your opening credits as we see treasure maps. And we get narration from our lead character, Robbie, 
our young Indiana Jones, who is on his way to Vegas with his dad, Tom, and his mother, Laura. Laura is heading to Vegas to attend a convention. Did you know that you can go to Vegas for conventions? They go really well, Andrew. I, it's, it's not just a place to go gamble. It's a place for businesses to sure. business. Yeah. And you can bring along your dopey husband and your dumb kid. Your dumb fat kid. Now imagine. Um, all right, Mark, imagine you're some like office drone, right? Yeah. I mean, imagine. I'm, just, I, just I, I'm sorry. It's here. hard for me to. I, I, I have a job. Is what I'm imagining. Uh, yes. Okay, and, that, and this you is work, a challenge. You work in an office and you get shipped out to go to Vegas for some dumb convention where you got a glad hand, a bunch of fucking assholes who are going to forget your name seconds after you say it. Yep. And you're going to oh, pay God knows how much for a room because you're just trying. You're just trying. You're just well, wait a minute. Isn't the company paying for my room? No, this is all you're you're taking it upon yourself to uh, develop to develop your own set of skills and try and try and get yourself a better job by networking through a convention. Oh, Jesus. So I'm an idiot. Yeah. (laughs) So my but you're going to Vegas. You're like, that's cool. But your your significant other is like, well, you're not leaving without me. And then your dumb brat's like, well, you're not leaving without me. So you got to drag these two assholes along for some stupid, dopey work trip that you didn't even want to go to in the first place. But you got to put food on the table. Well, let me just say this. Yeah. I only my only hope is that. My dopey husband and my dumbish rocks kid. Yeah. will be able to have a good time without while I'm you. slaving away. Yeah, because well, I'm going to be working all day, so. I don't know if we go to terribles, is that going to be an option for my dumb, my dopey kid? Uh, you know, if we go to uh, Hard Rock Cafe, you know, is my kid going to like that? I should find a place well, that is I, family friendly and that my kid will love. What kid isn't going to love seeing Billy Gibbons hat? <laughs> All right. That's what I see in their hotel room. That's true. Yes, you will need to find a place that's going to entertain all these dopes with the glitz and glamour of Hollywood, but in the desert. Yes. Uh, As they drive along, we find out that, A, Robbie has a knife. (laughs) One. So we find out this is how Robbie got uh, got invited. Yeah. I have a knife. He's like, he's got a goddamn knife. He's got a rubber knife, but he's he's very excited because they're going. Mom and dad are like, all right, we're going to go to Vegas. We're going to screw. You know, that's what it's for. (laughs) And so you're going to stay home with your grandmother. And he was like, oh, yeah, me and my knife. Well, that's like that's the other thing, too. That's the other thing, too, is is if you're going to bring your kid and your husband, it's like. Are you going to pay the money to put the dumb brat in their own room? Are you going to pay for a suite? Because if you're trying to trying to get some some alone time with your husband and your wife, bring back the passion. Yeah. Like, what, what are you going to do with the brat there? Tell him to go to the arcade. Give him a roll of quarters. <laughs> it's like, Vegas. It's totally safe. As they're driving along, they point out landmarks like the dunes and yeah. the mirage. Apparently, Robbie is a big fan of uh, the original Ocean's Eleven movie. Yeah, he's, he's like, all oh, the dunes, the sands. <laughs> this Mom, is the- where's the desert in? He's like, that. <laughs> 
that got tore down like 11 years ago, man. It's like, oh my God, the Sahara. Wow. Andrew, um, there was a, a moment in this at the beginning of this movie that I had a lot of trouble with where Robbie, again, pulls the knife on his father. Sure. And then Robbie calls his dad captain. And yeah. his dad says, I'm not the captain. I'm your father. This made no sense to me because of all dads in particular are always like, I'm in charge. Mm -hmm. I'm the captain of this ship. So why why would he not be why would he not say, yeah, go ahead, call me captain? It's not he's like he's calling him it's not like he's calling him the rear admiral. <laughs> he should call him the rear admiral. He should have called that him. That would have been a admiral. good bit. Uh no, he's just stick in the mud. But hopefully the power of pirates will, uh, you know, pirates, pen, penzant, pirates getting a stick out of his ass. That's what I say. A peg leg out of his ass. Yeah. There you go. All right. We get footage of. Let's roll it back. Take it again. An absolutely dope pirate show that I am sad to say in 2021 is not there anymore. They don't it, do the it's pirate not there show anymore. anymore. They don't even call it Treasure Island anymore, Mark. I, what I do they call it? It's just T.I. Oh, I remember this. Andrew, are you aware that they replaced Treasure Island, the pirate show with uh, Sirens, which was a sexy, Ooh. sexy pirate show at one point where uh, a bunch of sexy dames are like kidnapping soldiers so they could screw them. Yeah. And you're like standing on the street as like someone drinks from a yard long pina colada. And then some bachelorette party pukes on your shoes and you're like, Vegas. <laughs> cool. Hey, whatever happens here stays here. here. As you kind of like when I pissed my pants, <laughs> staying in my pants. That underwear stayed in the bathroom <laughs> of that Denny's. Uh yeah, it's it's not it's sad that they've stripped all this away, but looking at what this was, I was like, oh, this is fucking dope. Exactly. Didn't you want to go to when you were watching this movie? Weren't you like, oh, wow, that's awesome. You just stand on the street and you can see this. I wanted to go. I want to go as an adult. I don't want to as a dumb brat. I've been like, oh, no, that's unless I'm able to gamble. I'm not going to go. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, now you can gamble. Yeah, but, but I can't. But you see, can't see the pirate I can't show. see the show. So, so which one point? is it, Andrew? I want both. All right. All right. Tom wonders uh, aloud as they're checking in there at Treasure Island uh, what he's supposed to do while Laura's off doing stuff. And he's told apparently there's a lot of stuff that you can do. I love this. This is perfect. This was a note and you know it. This was, they said, look, throughout the movie, we want you to hit these seven points. And they're like, the, the writer of Hook was like, what if I just say them all as in a list in the first before the first commercial break? And they were like, yeah, we'll take that. Fine. Golf course, casino, restaurants, live shows, naked uh, women, uh, alcohol poisoning, prostitutes, uh, depression, uh, gambling addiction, probably a suicide in the bathroom. Pinball Hall of Fame. All right. Now, <laughs> Andrew, Pinball Hall of Fame. The adventure begins. Is this a movie that you would watch? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes. If it, they showed up and they're like, what are we supposed to do here? And they're like, I don't know. Pinball. Pinball. And then, and then there's, there's just another, 40 there's minutes the, of them just trying to figure out how to work an Adams family machine. 
There's an 11 minute, uh, there's an 11 minute unbroken shot of just the uh, racially insensitive Native American pinball machine <laughs> just playing, just. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, the, the the real game is trying to find a, a pinball machine made before 1971 that wasn't racially or ethnically <laughs> insensitive in some capacity. Yeah. It's a lot harder than you think it is. <laughs> While looking over a mural, a guy runs into Robbie. Robbie says he always wanted to be a pirate when he was younger. And no, the, the guy, guy says. No, Robbie says this first. Rob. Robbie says he always wanted to be a pirate when he was younger. He's already a kid. That's the joke. Mark, you're not listening to the jokes. I'm sorry. I'm still still thinking about 18 great golf courses. Eight. Oh, my God. Six pools. Oh, my God. It's 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 the wet republic. They got dolphins, for God's sake. They do mention dolphins twice. And I was like, we better fucking see these dolphins for all they're talking about them. Uh, Robbie says that he's always he always wanted to be a pirate when he was younger. And the guy that he ran into agrees, saying that he's a bit of the head pirate around here. And his name is Steve Wynn and Andrew himself. Um, Steve Wynn and his incredible veneers before any of us knew what veneers were. Mm-hmm. This man's teeth are just perfectly stacked up. Just the straightest, whitest teeth 30, you've ever he has seen. 32 UV bulbs in his mouth, just on high bright. Andrew, how do you watch this? How does anybody watch this movie and not feel creeped out by everything that's happening? Like Steve Wynn talking to my son saying, I'm the head pirate around here, boy. I, I personally love the idea that the this multi-millionaire at this point, maybe even billionaire, is also the hotel greeter. There is something <laughs> very funny about that, that he's just there on the floor. He's like, yeah, my shift doesn't, it's not over till like four, but, uh, you know, I hope you have a good time. Check out our ticket booth. Uh, we got uh, Cirque du Soleil. That's fun. That's going to be a good time. Uh, uh, we, we got Terry Fader. How does he do all those voices? I don't know. No. And he's like, oh, is, is, do you guys have tickets to um, uh, who's the guy that does all the impersonations? Do you guys have tickets Rich to Rich Little? Little? And he's like, shut up. <laughs> That's the Tropicana, you little brat. <laughs> and you fucking know it. Get out of here. Out. I don't want any trouble. Wynn says that this. Pl- OK, all right. Now, at a certain point, you have to, I wonder at a certain point when they're writing it, if they they started slugging in lines that were like, I know this is advertising. Somebody will polish this down. Let's start here. And then we'll we'll just slug that line in for now. And then somebody will say, eh, a little too on the nose. Let's bring yeah, it down yeah. a little bit. Meanwhile, but what they don't realize is that a bunch of ad wizards are reading the script, not creative types. So they're like, yes, yes. yes. Did you talk about the dolphins twice? Damn it. That's the note. More dolphins? Question mark. Circle it. Steve Wynn says that this place is more than a hotel, Mark. It's a gateway between fantasy and reality. So. What's weird is Steve Wynn also says the same thing to Robbie's dad <laughs> and then points to a bunch of uh, showgirls and is like, 
your wife's going to be at the convention. <laughs> he says, how do, you, how do you know that? He says, oh, I check the itinerary of everybody who stays here. <laughs> By the way, you guys got dinner at Gordon Ramsay in two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's mandatory. Uh, the, the mural behind him is a, is a mural of, of Long John Silver in a pirate scene. It shimmers. Yeah. Showing you that the magic is about to happen. It's here. When, it's, it's here. It's here. I don't, it, there, yeah, the, there was, there was a mister that laces you with LSD when you come into it's in treasure Island. That's, that's the wind promises. Yeah. You're going to get, you're going to, you're going to see a lot of things that you haven't seen before here at treasure Island. Everybody's always upset because they're like, oh, it wasn't like the hangover. Well, now it is because you're going to wake up not knowing what happened. Wynn says that Robbie's adventure is just beginning, which <laughs> and I, the, advent- I the, think- the adventure continues if you can swipe your dad's credit card. <laughs> <laughs> Later at uh, a restaurant in the hotel, apparently there's actors who are fighting and they are like pirates. And I was like, I like where this. is this restaurant? I-, I thought this was cool. This is like when. The, remember when the Star Trek adventure existed at Bally's and you could eat it like 10 forward. What? 10 forward. Yeah. You could eat it 10 forward. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Wouldn't that be fun? Yes. But the pirates are like swashbuckling and they like roll across the table. It makes sure, me think, sure, did, sir. did this exist? Something, I'm sure something like this existed. I don't think that they were fighting on top of your table. I think that's probably a little bit of a, I mean, it would have been great if in the background there was you and me ordering nachos. And then every time we reach for the nachos, like a sword comes through and we're like, <laughs> another plate comes, cannonball no, knocks s- our nachos s- over. Somebody does like a, like a forward roll across the nachos. It just crushes yeah. it flat. We have like five orders just smashed. Absolutely. Just oblivion. Yeah. And then at, at the end of the scene, we see that we got charged for all of them. Yeah, that's they're like that's $25 a pop. Read the sign and it says does not take responsibility for pirate mishaps with your food. With your nachos. Everything else is fine. Fish. If you guys were getting fish and chips, we wouldn't be done. We would have comped you on that one. The so the pirates are out like searching for tables that have nachos, <laughs> nachos on it just to fuck them oh, up. I got them. I got this motherfucker. So. <laughs> The mom, Andrew, we get a little bit of explanation uh, where the mom had previously said, listen, you dumbass, why don't you hang out with our dumb kid who thinks he's Indiana Jones or a pirate or something this week? Next week, he's going to think he's a T-Rex. Yeah. Just try to bond with your son. All right. Take him to that weird restaurant where the pirates step on your plates. And he's like, oh, God. All right. As a uh, as a full grown adult, I will say this. This looks cool, but it bringing a kid i'd be like oh no they're gonna want like more fake swords how much do you think a sword cost at that restaurant oh 25 dollars. oh yeah uh, uh, andrew we we both love novelty restaurants doesn't a pirate themed novelty restaurant sound like it's right up our alley i mean it does because this was basically medieval times but with pirates as opposed to knights so yeah there you go Robbie hears someone calling to him and he runs over to a nearby gate and finds Long John John Silver. Silver. Not an actor, not a performer, 
the actual long John Silver, who calls Robbie Jim Hawkins, gives him a map. Now, Robbie, to his credit, thinks this is all an act, but he gets a bit convinced when he sees the same shimmer in Long John Silver's eye that he saw in the mural. Maybe this is part of the adventure that Steve Wynn was talking about. This is part of the fun. Long John Silver warns Robbie to keep the map hidden because he's told that the treasure is under the dunes. Under the dunes. Under the dunes. The dunes. Andrew, what could this mean? Uh, they have to go out into the desert. Yeah. And Long John Silver find, says... Find, Danny to be, or find Joe Pesci's body. That's right. Long John Silver says, I uh, need a new liver. So... I'm going to take the treasure from you. Yeah. Put you under the dunes. Yes. That's the greatest treasure. A kidney. Uh, (laughs) Robbie's dad, however, gives Robbie a bit of a reality check while they watch the cool pirate show because Robbie's all hopped up on pirate juice or whatever. He's like, I got a, I got a map. And, and Long John Silver said that, uh, that maritime law is different than, than, than American laws. (laughs) He said, he said it's not a crime if it happens on the sea, Dad. <laughs> we only got to go seven miles off the coast. And we can do anything we want. Fire rockets. Nobody cares. Nobody gives a shit. We could start our own nation. Uh, Robbie says, no, man. This is all an act. It's, you, can't, you can't be Long John Silver. <laughs> this is an actor, man. The dad says, oh, you got a map. I'm sure they sell those at the gift store, just like a dumb movie commercial. And the kid's like, no, man, this is real. This is some real shit, man. At the arcade, that's apparently also at Treasure Island. Which Andrew, not- did you recognize this fighting game? I did not. I think it's like a Neo Geo game, but I didn't recognize it offhand. There's like a football player fighting like a like a like a knight or something. And I was I was like, this 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 must be that Tekken thing I've heard about. I'll tell you what it wasn't. It wasn't Virtual Fighter. Certainly not. Uh, it's, uh, at that arcade, however, Robbie spies, Mr. B natural hopping around. <laughs> no spring. Your father. I did. I did. Mr. B you're hot. Uh, a kind of weird, goofy dancer hops around and acts like a jackass and Robbie's enthralled. He's yeah, it's like the Pied Piper. <laughs> he just follows this dumb forest video arcade sprite this nymph runs into the Cirque de Soleil theater there at uh, Treasure Island where a big sign says rehearsal in progress no admittance and Robbie says screw that I want to see the in. show for free because I'm a dumb brat in the theater the Robbie uh, Robbie gets his map stolen by these uh, devilish imps who jabber and I'm assuming it's French, but it's probably not. I have no idea what this was. It it sounded it sounded it sounded like a like a like a insensitive um (laughs) like foreign person voice. I was like, guys, I don't they're all doing their latka and they're like, okay, some weird eastern block people, and they're like, Oh, we steal your pants. And you're like, guys, (laughs) come on. They also changed his clothes to make him look like Jim Hawkins proper. Oh, my God. The magic of Cirque du Soleil. Yes. Howlin Treasure Jim, Island. Jimmy Hawkins. That's right. He, he played he played with the, the band. Um, 
He's saying, who do you love? Remember yeah. that song? I do. Yeah. Robbie sees Long John Silver on the stage. He talks about a treasure. And this allows the circus imps to do more dancing. They, they caper around and they say, come see this dumb show. It's hardly a Cirque du Soleil performance. I'm not seeing people flying through the rafters. I'm not seeing people on the outside of a giant hamster wheel. I don't hear one Beatles song. Not a single, not a single, not a, not a single sad clown who is hanging from ribbons in the rafters. Yeah, that's like trying to fall in love is the main storyline. Yeah, I've never actually seen one. I know that there there is at a certain point there was like one at every single hotel in Vegas, but I have yet to see one. But I've heard they're good. Probably not. Probably not. Um, Andrew, this is one of the many scenes where it's like the tri- Steve Wynn or whoever said, look, you can shoot in our casino no matter what you want. We'll shut things down. We'll give you whatever you want. And then they were like, all right, so we wrote a Cirque du Soleil thing. And they were like, yeah, you can have the stage from like 1 a.m. to 3.30 a.m., <laughs> but you can't have any other performers and you can't interrupt anything. And uh, we'll let you have a fog machine, but you have to provide your own fog machine. They're like, great, <sighs> fine, thanks. Uh, it is interesting to see how far like Treasure Island has fallen because I don't think they have a Cirque show anymore, nor no. do they have that arcade, nor do they have that big pirate ship out front. It's just kind of a place. The only thing that's really notable about Treasure Island now is that it, it has it still has free parking. That's about oh. it. Black Dog shows up the led zeppelin song that's right i don't know how they could afford it but they, they did black dog no no the steve, rival steve win got jimmy page out of some shit a couple of years ago he owes him big the rival pirate and his crew black dog show up they want the map they swipe at robbie with some swords as they've like led him to the precipice of the stage yeah, or the the end of Cirque du Soleil, the the world of Cirque du Soleil. I don't know. There's a big. It's the edge of the map. There's yeah. a big drop off. He falls off the stage, but then magically appears outside of the theater. In his regular street, is he dressed again. normally? Okay, he's, he's dressed normally, but he's still and he's apparently still has the map. Okay, but he's then he says this place is amazing. Circle that. Can you talk about dolphins here? Is there <laughs> any way he can say? This place is amazing. I can't wait to see the dolphins. Is there any way we can add that line? I don't know why he would mention dolphins in this moment. Uh, he could mention Cirque du Soleil again. I mean, we just saw that. I mean, let's record it. You can cut it later if you want, but I would prefer if he could mention the dolphins. All right, we'll find a way. Back at the hotel room, which is like a goddamn palatial estate. They got, they yeah, got, beautiful. They, they got like the, they got the presidential suite there at uh, they're in the captain's quarters at Treasure Island. Robbie talks about his day to his family who also try to explain to him again to their it's special, their special, special boy. Andrew, this- you got you got so excited looking at those pictures of dolphins. That you, now you think <laughs> there's a goddamn pirate that gave you a map or some horse shit. You think that you think that God's a dolphin? <laughs> Andrew, this I was texting you yesterday about this and like the dad and moms are all but yelling at their kid. Like it's made up. 
None of it happened. Shut up, you dumb kid. And it just made me think about like, isn't the whole idea that we're here so that he can have his little adventure and be like, I was hanging out with Long John Silver. And you'd be like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool, whatever, man. That's that's why we paid to be here. It's no. like going it's like going to the Star Wars cruise at Disney World and being like, like every time the kid's like, wow, I met a real Jedi. You're like, yeah, that real Jedi is a piece of shit that has <laughs> that doesn't have all of his teeth. Well, maybe maybe Thanks they... for the magic, dad. I'm going to. Maybe... Dad, dad was dancing with a Twi'lek, mom. Uh, uh, you know, you know, Robbie's imagination, dear. <laughs> you, you little bastard. You little bastard. Maybe the adventure beginning is the adventure into adulthood. Oh, so they have to just the really just crush his dreams. Yeah. <laughs> Act two. Is it? We find out via news footage from the Today Show that the Dunes is set to implode as Brian Gumble talks to Steve Wynn. I'm assuming this was actually aired, but then we see like the sides of this. I don't know. Steve Wynn is very very excited to talk about the fact that the Dunes Hotel is being imploded to make way for progress and that that implosion is going to be real cool because they got a bunch of pyrotechnics that are going to go off on all the balconies and it's going to go pew, pew, kaboom. Andrew, the story, as I recall, is that in reality, the pirate ships fired on the dunes. Hmm. Like they like if you went if you were at Treasure Island. Yeah. The pirates would be like fire and then their little cannons would blast. And at the same time, you could glance over and see the dunes imploding. Do you remember uh, this? Uh, I don't. I don't remember this happening, but that's weird. That Well, I guess they. I mean, that'd be fun detail to put in this, but the dunes, for those of you who don't, who are more familiar with uh, the Vegas geography, the dunes is where the Bellagio is now. Yes. And the dunes also had a very large golf course that is where Park MGM, New York, New York, the Cosmopolitan and the T-Mobile, T-Mobile Arena are currently. Yeah, the Dunes was a very old Vegas type yeah. of location. It was one of the was it one of the last to go or uh no, they t- well, I mean they tore down the Sahara recently. Oh yeah, the Sahara. Or something like that. But it, of those types, it's basically I'm trying to think what the oldest one on the strip now is. Caesars probably. Stratosphere. I think the Strat was in the 70s at some point. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's where the Bellagio is now. But uh, in Treasure Island is like mid-strip. It's next to the Mirage. So. Which is another wind casino, right? Yeah. Well, uh, no, the Bellagio or the the Mirage is now uh, an MGM property. Oh, all right. So Treasure Island would have been across the street if we're talking about the Bellagio. So, yeah, that would make sense that they would be firing that way across the street and then it explodes. Anyways, anyways, these implosions at the dunes are going to be real cool. Meanwhile, Black Dog and his crew spy the dolphin habitat. Oh, Oh, is there any way that that Brian Gumbel can ask about the dolphins? 
Andrew, screenwriting 101, you mentioned the dolphins in scene one in act one. Act two, you see the dolphins. Act three, the dolphins come back. Chekhov's dolphins, yes. Save the cat. Black Dog and his crew spy the dolphin habitat while looking for Robbie because they're still after the map to get at that treasure under the dunes while Robbie is enjoying these goddamn dumb dolphins. You know what the name of a guidebook for if you were writing pornography would be? Like if you wanted to know how to write scripts for pornography? No. Shave the cat. Oh. Pause for applause. And go ahead. Okay. Black Dog's crew get the jump on Robbie while everyone else is topside watching the dolphins do some do some jumps and stuff. Some he was stuff. In, he's in the underside looking at him through the aquarium glass. Yeah. Robbie runs from Black Dog and isn't there and- a weird scene where Robbie like has a mental link with the dolphin a la Star Trek Four? Yeah, and we see him swimming in the the tank after that. And he what says, are what are the dolphins? What are they singing to? Maybe they're singing to that man. <laughs> he didn't say double dumbass on you, so I don't. I don't. Well, count that. It. I'm sorry. And Robbie asks where the nuclear vessels <laughs> are in the MGM, and someone says, I, "I don't know. I think they're at the MGM." He gets on the pirate ship and he says, remember where we parked. So that I will give them. I will that give them good. that. That is solid, tight writing. Robbie and Black Dog's crew managed to run into the what if the wall act? came down in Vegas. All right. That's number six. And you know it. <laughs> you fucking know it. If now if Long John Silver said cry havoc and let's slip the dogs of war while firing cannons. What there? There. What, right. what if Robbie's dad said, what does God need? Okay. All right. <laughs> With a pirate ship. Yes. No, yes. I was I was gonna say, why does why does God need to double down on 11? <laughs> <laughs> when the Almighty gives you an 11, you don't ask why, Jim. Uh all right. Black Dog and his crew manage to get the jump on Robbie, and then he runs off, manages to get into the act, into the dolphin habitat, while they're doing their dumb show. Meanwhile, the crowd, along with Robbie's dad, are watching this, and Robbie's dad at first is like, that's my son, and then like people are applauding, so he's like a bit of a glory hound. He's like, yeah, that's my son. Yeah, that's my son. Andrew, all I wanted was for the dad to see this and be like, I'm not paying extra for this. I'm not paying extra for my kid to be in the thing. All right. Nobody asked me. I did not agree to this. If at the end of if I'm at the concierge desk and they're like, oh, by the way, your kid's performance, you know, that costs an extra 250. Robbie jumps in. (laughs) I don't care. Robbie jumps into the tank and is saved by a dolphin. So after all this, so like they get they get he gets tracked down by these like pirates, jumps in the tank, saved by a dolphin, which I'm assuming if I were like the crew with the dolphin thing, I'm like, we got to drain this thing and scrub it now because your grubby fucking kid fell in the water. I mean, I, I would just be like, we have to kill. We have to put the dolphin down now. <laughs> They've learned the, long, the wrong trick. They won't save me now. They're only yeah, going to save they're only gonna save Robbie. We got to we got to put him down. <laughs> Smile, you son of a bitch. After all of Next that, show, we'll be at 4 p.m. <laughs> Polite applause. <laughs> 
after all of that, that pirates are chasing him down. He's like saved by a dolphin. Robbie's like, see that I, I told you I'm being chased by pirates. And Robbie's dad's like, no, man, it's all an act. <laughs> you can't be a pirate. You can't be chased by pirates. You're Robbie. <laughs> I love the idea that he just assumes that like, you know, oh, these these Vegas casinos go all out. They'll 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 uh, attempt to drown a child. They'll, just they'll to try get to murder. Thank God my son has a knife. Back at the hotel room, Robbie's mom and dad want to bang. So they are going to go out to dinner, but they've announced that they've got a babysitter for Robbie. Which ding dong. Apparently, the I, I guess this would be a thing like I can imagine. I don't, if, I don't, you'd have to sign so much fucking paper. Well, if you went to the plaza for, yeah, if you were at the plaza in 94 and you're like, Hey, I need someone to look, watch after my dumb brat. Well, my, well, his mom and I try get, go, go down on each other in the bathroom. <laughs> I think they'd be like, very good, sir. I think you'd have to be an absolute whale, right? You'd have to, you'd have to have a marker. Sure. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, yes. If you had. If you had hundred thousand dollar markers that you were putting down on a single hand of blackjack, sure, maybe the the casino would go out of its way. But this, we're led to believe that this is just some jerk who this showed up gratis. at a convention. Shows, yeah. So they've got what happens? They've got a they got a babysitter. Uh, babysitter shows up. Ding dong. Should be a board. Four yes. teenagers should uh, be a bellhop. A, a man dressed like a woman. Or something. <laughs> Robin Williams dressed as a maid, something like that. Old woman makeup. Instead, no, they open the door. It's Long John Silver. Oh my God. They think, oh, the dad loves it. It's all an ex, man. This is, this is too much. You guys are, you guys are the best. So imagine, okay, so now imagine you paid money to go to the Star Wars hotel there at Disneyland. It's like five grand a week, a night. A night? And yes, it is a, a absurdly expensive. I thought it was five grand for two nights. It's something. It's it is a grotesque amount of money to look at like a an LCD screen that looks like a Starfield. <laughs> yes. So okay. So I so imagine put, okay, I put okay. down ten grand and I'm like, all right, I'm going to the cantina with your mom. We're gonna get mix, messed up on uh on blue milk, blue milk and Java shots. Um, you brats need to stay here for a little bit. Ding dong, door opens, slides open. It's some guy in like a really crappy C3PO costume. <laughs> I am your babysitter. <laughs> He's a protocol droid who's who's knowledgeable about children language, I guess. Is that's weird, right? Because that that's yeah, it would be what, weird and that's stupid, and I would be here. like, get out, get out. <laughs> so the parents assume that. The 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 treasure island has community gone, theater pirates has gone all out to hire a guy that looks like a pirate to come watch their kid. Now this is where I an actual I, amputee, presumably. Honestly, <laughs> the guy has a peg leg, correct? As yes, as an advertising guy, I would have been like, I would prefer if we take this out because I don't want to give the we don't want to make that promise. Yes, I don't want to give the impression that like we can hand over children a that we have babysitters on standby. Which again, unless you're making a, unless you're a fucking big shot, not some some mid-level executive asshole showing up for a convention that's hoping to cheat on their husband who stupidly tagged along. <laughs> uh, 
that we got babysitters online for that. Oh yeah, it's a, it's an all night all night lecture, honey. I, I have, <laughs> no, don't don't stay up. I'll I'll be in maybe tomorrow. Maybe wearing the same clothes. Smelling like cigarette smoke. The casino. So smoky down so here. So smoky. Oh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. All right, dear. <laughs> Bye. I'm going to ride the Luxor ride with our kid again. <laughs> cool. You do that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you hear Panama playing in the background as loud I, as I just can. hear pants being taken <laughs> off. <laughs> Uh, so I wouldn't, I would, I don't know. I, I felt like I was, I, if, if I were like trying to protect, here's what we can do with the cool thing. Like they hit all the talking points about the goddamn dolphin habitat. But I would, I would say, can, can a dolphin babysit him? And be like, we, <laughs> I personally would feel more comfortable with that, to be honest. He already <laughs> saved him once from drowning. Yeah. Then this weirdo. <laughs> All right. So Long John Silver shows up. Uh, we then cut to more shots, the cool pirate show, but then also see that the, the parents are having a night on the town at a big fancy adult dinner. Yes. Look at how cool this is. You can be sophisticated while also bringing your dumb brats. How fun. Yes. And you can smoke indoors. Meanwhile, Black Dog, because uh, Long John says... Long John says, we got to go find that treasure underneath the dunes. Bring your map. Here we go. Black Dog runs into Long John Silver with Robbie, and they have a sword fight. Meanwhile, the parents down at the restaurant call the hotel room because they want to bring Robbie and Long John down for dessert, but get no answer. Andrew, at this point, if so, does the wife say, let's have Robbie come down? Or does the dad say, let's have Robbie come down? Dad says... This is fun. We should bring our dumb brat. Who's we should bring our dumb brat Robbie down. At that uh, point, the mom should be like, "So you've already contacted a divor- divorce attorney because <laughs> I thought we were going to screw at the end of this, and instead you want to hang out with a community theater pirate." And he's got a parrot. The knife. The guy's got a parrot. I want to see the parrot. I want to bring him down here. The guy's got a parrot. It was shitting all over our room. No, dad, dad realizes about 20 minutes in that he's in way over his head. And this is way too much pressure for the two of them to be alone now. Yeah. He's like, he like, just remember uh, when we were young and he's like, uh, oh, uh, what do you think Robbie's up to? Let's bring him down let's here. Talk, let's talk to Robbie. And she's like, where do you, you guys got, think of- you guys got tiramisu. I, we're going to need four tiramisu's over here. What about those nachos? Those other jerks didn't get. <laughs> I thought these, this one's only partially flattened. Let's, let's eat this while we wait for Robbie. Uh, you know, honey, I've fa- really been looking forward to tonight <laughs> with you. <laughs> I'm having another set of drinks over here. Robbie, Robbie. You think the dolphin habitat's still open? Let's, let's go, go see check. The, let's go see if the dolphin habitat's open. They contact the front desk and they find out there are no pirate babysitters, <laughs> which I could have told you from the jump. Andrew, this, they robbed, oh my God, the dad does this off screen more or less. And if there has never been a phone call that I wanted to see more <laughs> then hey, uh, who, it was the story with the, what's the story with the pirate guy you sent up to my room? Uh, Sir, pirate. He's with my child right now. No, huh? no, we, no, no, we don't, we don't, we don't offer that service. Why no, we, no, no. Why you, yeah. What sensible, what, why would we do that? Why <laughs> he's like getting angry at them, but they're angry at him. They're like, why would you leave your kid alone with a guy dressed as a pirate? It's a pirate themed resort. We're in and Vegas. You, you can't, idiot. I can't walk two feet without running into somebody who's got a goddamn rubber cutlass on him. 
What the fuck? And they're like, this man gave you no ID. (laughs) Did he say that he was associated with the hotel or did you just assume? Which also now that you think now that you start thinking about it, you're like, that'd be a good way to break into some hotel rooms, right? That's what I would do. Yes, I would. (laughs) Andrew, you you and I should go to Vegas and togas. And be like, yes, uh, we are here to clean your room here at the MGM Grand. Andrew, you dumb piece of shit. I thought we were going to Caesars. I'm like, no, man. (laughs) We could never. They'd smell us out in a second. Those guys are ripped. You ever see those guys? (laughs) And look at your dress like the cowardly lion. Like, I thought we were getting on the same fucking page. Damn it. (laughs) They figure out, okay, so now don't, there's no babysitters. The pirate spills out alongside. There's no babysitters. Can we get the check? (laughs) And yes, I'm going to want to see. I'm going to. Okay. All right. How much for, how much for a tiramisu? This is ridiculous. (laughs) $35. Oh my God. Wasn't even that good. The actor, uh, the fight spills out alongside the cool pirate show that's happening outside as Robbie's parents and security show up. They're like, we found, we got a, oh my God, that's Robbie. It's like uh, uh, the born identity is they're looking on the ID. They're looking at the surveillance cameras. He's coming uh, right this way. Andrew, did this feel like this was part of the pitch was they were like, okay, it's fine if the kid gets lost in the casino, but you have to show off how like our extensive, our operation is to prevent child abductions because <laughs> they they go which, to a, they, which I, I again i feel like they don't do that because of what happens next they go into a clock they go into a closet that has a bunch of L, uh uh cctvs yeah and they're like this is our son and then they like type something and then an image of the kid comes up and it's like magnify enhance there he is yeah they find him because actors in the pirate show are like that's true why is there a fucking brat here with a bunch of people a bunch of scabs like yeah they're like fucking i knew it i knew it they're bringing in scabs none of these guys are union as they're sword fighting alongside yes, the pirate the show pirate taking show. place it happens nightly at seven and ten the actors the robbie and long john silver swing over on a rope onto the boat and the actors are like well what do we do now and I guess they're told by the stage manager, which I'd like to imagine is you and me. <laughs> Boat doesn't sink for another 10 minutes. All right. So just, yeah, just, just, I don't know. Just extend, do it. Just do whatever you got to do. They tell him to ad lib alongside the kid, but the boat sinks. <laughs> your, your, your headshot said you have groundlings experience. <laughs> you dick. I lied. Everybody lies. I'm not going to pay $300 for a class. That's ridiculous. It's acting. I, I, the, drove, the words. I drove by a Groundlings once. <laughs> I went to a Groundlings show once. Flo from Progressive was there. Isn't that enough for you people? It was kind of weird and boring. I didn't like it. <laughs> they didn't even do scenes from a hat. Why was I going to stick around? The boat sinks at this part in the show and Robbie jumps into the water. His map floats over. Should have killed him immediately. <laughs> well, this is the thing. His map floats over to Black Dog, who who laughs and says, every dog will have his day. All right, Robbie's lost the map, which, okay, so now these imaginary pirates have the fake map that are it's going to be treasure under the dunes, whatever. 
Okay, but in the terms of what you're saying, that it's like, look at look at our gangbuster security. Imagine this happened at Disneyland. Yeah, like a kid jumps over into the Main Street Electrical Parade. They would have like stopped everything. It would have been silent as paratroopers would have swooped in and grabbed this child from from uh, disturbing the action taking place. Meanwhile, this kid is (laughs) is able to jump in and interact with actors while this old guy's with him and then fall off the goddamn boat. And then, yeah. And then they're like, we didn't find a corpse. (laughs) (laughs) Divers are in the water and they're like, we ain't found Robbie. We don't know where he went. Meanwhile, in reality, we find out that Robbie has followed long John silver into a nearby skull cave, which I don't know where this is. is You know, the skull, I, Excalibur, I think, has a skull I'd cave. Like every single thing that they go into, they should walk into, and it should just be full of just absolute degenerate gamblers <laughs> playing Keno. Just everywhere. Just smoke and Keno. Like, that's it, it. When they arrive at the Treasure Cove, they're like, oh my God, it's been undisturbed for. And then we just pan over, and there is just the three saddest people in the world just going, uh. <laughs> Andrew, um, do you wish that the audio had been completely ruined by the sound of just slot machines in every single scene? Absolutely, yes. We can't hear a word that's being said. All you're hearing is like, uh, I got a feeling just as loud as it can through speakers that have been blown out years ago (laughs) while, yeah, people hooting and hollering playing $5 blackjack as they managed to luck into a natural after yeah. losing $600 prior to that. <laughs> and then just the loudest, most aggravating, uh, it's like uh, attract noises from slot machines trying to get people to sit down. Every, every time they walk by a bar, uh, Don't Stop Believing is playing. <laughs> and it's in, it repeats. It's in each, it's not across the entire thing. Each one is no, at no. a different point. Different points in the song. They, uh, Robbie says that he lost the map, but, Long John says, well, we know it's under the dunes. All we need to do is remember the code that was on the map. And apparently I'd love to see an insert of this. We never did it. I didn't know that this was a thing, but apparently it is. And Robbie memorized it. So apparently they're all set. The divers again can't find a corpse, but an actor in the show says that he saw Long John Silver and the kid heading toward Skull Cave, which gets them over to the dunes. Robbie's dad says, you need to call, he says to this to the mom, you need to call Steve Wynn <laughs> and postpone the implosion. Yeah. She says, all okay, right, but right I'll probably on, have to have sex with him again. <laughs> I already pulled strings once to get us that sweet. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> ben, what, my- what happens in Vegas? Yeah. Twist my arm. Steve does. We find out uh, via a a news reporter that after the five minute threshold to light the charges cannot be stopped, it cannot be stopped, which I feel like is not true. (laughs) uh, It seems like a weird, bad way to do an implosion. Like, what if what if what if uh, like a a strong wind, a bunch of children moved in, we're we're running through the bottom of it. Yeah. Something. I feel like you should be able to just say, we're not going to, we're, yeah, we're not going to do this. 
But we're told that after the five minute threshold, that's it. It's you got five minutes till the whole thing comes down. Meanwhile, Robbie's dad tracks down Black Dog and starts trailing him. Siegfried and Roy are also here, ready to watch the implosion of the dunes. Yeah. Uh, in the basement of the dunes, Robbie and uh, Long John Silver are searching for that treasure. They find an old elevator and using the code on the buttons in the elevator takes them down into the bowels of what appears to be a treasure cove. Amazing. The treasure was here the whole time. What fun. Long John Silver, even though they're surrounded by like gold doubloons or gold pieces of eight. He gives some shit about the journey being the real treasure or some bullshit. I don't well, know. Robbie, Robbie previously had said, what kind of treasure is it? Jewels, gold. And then Long John Silver says, it's a treasure. And you're like, yeah. And he says, <laughs> the greatest treasure of all. And you're like, okay. You can't describe, when someone says, what kind of treasure is this? Your answer can't be, a treasure. <laughs> yeah, it's the treasure is a treasure. Yeah. What do, you, what do you want? What do you want from me? What's meanwhile, for dinner? dinner. It, meanwhile, Robbie's mom finally gets to Steve Wynn, and I'm assuming they've already banged, but she was they like, oh, there was have. something yeah. I was supposed to. Oh, that's right. My son is in My the basement is... of the, the dunes, but the five minute threshold but is the passed. father's with him. So, all right, maybe actually, kinda... forget, forget I said anything. Yeah clean everything up maybe this problem solves itself it's past the five minute threshold so we only have five minutes now the clock is ticking black dog arrives in the treasure cove as well uh and and uh they're they're meanwhile we got a bunch of construction workers that are trying to stop the charges they've run in like um I don't know well, the, co- the cops and Die Hard. They're trying. To I don't know the- what these guys are actually trying. <laughs> I don't know what these guys are actually trying to do because they can't stop the charges. So they're just running around waving flashlights. No, they say that they're trying to go in and like. It, apparently, it's some electronic trigger, but if they go and cut some wire or something, apparently okay. that can stop it. So apparently, this five minute thing, blows shit. Yeah, but but apparently they're gonna give it their their best. Uh, dad shows up. Well, uh, hold on. So Black Dog and his crew arrive in the treasure cove and then they start a really cool sword fight where uh, Robbie gets a couple, he gets a body count on his hands. <laughs> yeah, but when he kills someone, they turn to electricity. So it's they, fine. like they disappear. They they did. They go back to Pirate Valhalla or whatever. Yeah. Dad shows up in the nick of time to also get in on the murder spree. Also kill someone. He shows up, stabs a guy, didn't know he was a magic pirate. So <laughs> Phew! <laughs> that's a gimme. <laughs> he drags Robbie out of the cave because the whole goddamn thing is coming down. He's like, they're going to blow up the building. Grab as much gold as you can, like shove it in your pockets, put it in your mouth. I don't care. Yeah. We gotta, then we got to go while Black Dog and Long John Silver are having a fight, uh, a sword duel to the death. John... Long John, as Robbie's leaving, says, remember, Robbie, the real treasure is in your imagination. And in staying at Treasure Island for a weekend. 
which we joke about this. We we do this all the time where we're like, wouldn't it be funny if we were working on a show and then it's the big reveal and it's like the real prize is the friends we made it's, along the way. We made along the way. Yeah. As the host pockets the money. Yeah. But they put this down on paper and they said, yeah, that's fine. I don't know. We talked about the dolphin. The ad people stopped reading like 30 pages ago. They, did they do the dolphins? They did the dolphins. Yeah. yeah all right. That's all right. fine. The real treasure is in your imagination. The family's able to make it out in the nick of time as the dunes comes crashing down. Meanwhile, the pirate mural is restored inside the lobby. In the lobby, apparently Steve Wynn is on, he's, he's back on the clock because he's, he's back there greeting guests. Yeah. Robbie apologizes to Steve Wynn saying, I hope I didn't cause too much trouble almost getting killed in the basement <laughs> of, this, of the, of the, of the, the dunes. dunes. And Steve Wynn says, if you'd only known how many other corpses were down there. <laughs> I'm just glad you didn't find the rest of them. Steve Wynn says they can come back anytime they want. As long as you bring some fucking money. Because I'm <laughs> and not that running hot, a- and your wife's hot ass. Because <laughs> I'm not running a charity here, right? <laughs> the whole point is for you to justify a loss of money on a vacation just leave it here and then go yeah. home and then imagine to yourself well i'll probably win it back and then come back come back and then you justify another loss and then this this repeats for, for i would say a good 45 years and then you end up dying somehow but your kids your kids have already come here so they'll come back here again and the cycle repeats itself anew oh also the real treasure is in your imagination, <laughs> says Steve Wynn. So the same line is repeated in about two minutes of each other, which well, they, they want the, you to remember. Here's the question, Mark. Mm. Was Steve Wynn Long John Silver? No. Andrew, there's a lot of questions. Is this hotel enchanted? Haunted. Haunted. I think it's it, haunted. I think it's it's not magical. It's 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 paranormal. It's, there's, why, there's... why is it happening? And why are mechanical systems somehow involved? And why is Robbie the only one that can see this? No, and... Robbie's not the only one. Everyone saw it. Oh, it's, so but does it, it happen would, to everyone? Or be... are there some people that go to the Treasure Island and just drink too much and uh, gamble? Well, we don't. Well, I, I wasn't aware there was any gambling that was taking place at this oh, wonderful, incredible resort. People just enjoy delicious meals and watch dolphins and watch dolphins. And then they go to the Cirque show and then they they watch a haunted mural come to life. And yeah, that's it. Uh, no, well, it, the implication here is that this is a, a man in the Santa Claus suit, right? That he was also Long John Silver at the same time because we never see. <laughs> we never see Steve Wynn in Long John Silver in the same place at the same time. Yeah, but we do know that Steve Wynn is uh, overseeing the demolition of the dunes at the same time that Robbie is having a sword fight with. Uh, he could bilocate. That has not been established. Well, we don't know that. And that's the end of Treasure Island. The adventure, adventure. begins. <laughs> Mark, what did you think of this commercial? 
Andrew, as far as commercials go, I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> there is a lot of dumb shit, and there's a lot of stuff that gets hand-waved away. <laughs> Wait a minute, so there wasn't a treasure, or there was a treasure? Yeah, in your imagination, that's the treasure. <laughs> They said it twice. So it know. was all imaginary, so there wasn't a treasure. Oh, it's in you no, but it's in your imagination. Okay, but there weren't gold there weren't gold coins somewhere to be had. No, there were. But Robbie Robbie missed out because again, if he had imagined a better solution to start stealing all that gold before he got pulled into the elevator. Okay. It's um, buried it's it's buried. It's gone forever though. Are there pirates at Treasure Island, or are they all actors? No, they're those were real pirates that came to life. Pirate ghosts out of the mural. Because well, what is the story with the mural then? The mural is that's that's the real that's haunted. Yes, I don't okay. know. I don't know. It, it would be great. They should have shown a scene where it's Steve Wynn uh, at like a like a, a Sotheby's. Yeah, auction. paying billions of dollars for, for this mural. that mural, and they're like, you know, recovered from uh, an undersea galleon uh, explosion. Yeah, said to be haunted, and he's like, I love it. Put it I in my lobby. Yeah, I, I can't. And then you build the the you know because I'm assuming that mural at the time probably existed, so you could be like, oh, I saw it from the dumb movie, and go yes, see it. Probably. So they should have done a thing like that. Now you've got something to explain what the deal is. But instead, no, it's the power of imagination that brings this thing to life. But they're real because they actually do stuff. They actually do stuff and they don't only exist when Robbie's around. Exactly. It's not like the Cirque, like the Cirque de Soleil thing is one thing, which also is different, too, because we see him run down the hallway into the Cirque theater yes. but other people react to that imp dancing down the hall into the theater if no one had reacted to any of this or if the pirates had never uh interacted by anyone else with the parents yes and then at the end like steve Wynn is like he's like that was a lot yes, of because fun. they talked to long john silver yes because he comes into their room he physically sits down in front of them which I feel like is a little bit of a gray area. What it should have been is it, this is all in Robbie's mind. They're never able to collaborate, uh, corroborate that like yeah. Black Dog and Long John Silver exist. And then at the end, like Steve Wynn, like puts something into his hand or something. And it's like a it's like a gold balloon. Exactly. And then and then he winks at a him big and then, pile of parrot shit. Yeah, it's a it's a, it's it's he a says, big... <laughs> parrot shit in one hand. <laughs> Wish for imagination in the other. See which one fills up with yeah. first. Uh, that would make sense. But no, if I were Robbie's parents, I would say uh, we're never coming back here ever. This place is you this almost place blew is, up my kid. You this banged place is my wife. Fucking haunted. You banged my wife. You almost drowned the boy. You almost blew him up. <laughs> and then for what? Like a fucking mural? It would, the be, day- it would be great. Here's what I. Uh, here's what, if, what, I, what if Steve Wynn was like, you know, I saw you kill that guy. And then the dad was like, we'll be back next summer. <laughs> it's like, it'd be a real shame if the authorities got wind of this. <laughs> that pirate you murdered. It was, I was expecting, I was half expecting for them to leave. And then for a similar dopey looking family to enter. And, and Steve Wynn to go through the whole thing. Yes. All over again. Yes. 
And for the thing to shimmer behind him and he says, looks like another adventure is starting soon, you know, something like that. But instead, no, apparently this was a one-time only thing for Robbie and his dopey parents. What if it was, what if there were like two sexy twins that came in and Steve Wynn looked at the camera and said, now the adventure (laughs) begins. He says, my exes mark the spot. He says, ladies uh, <laughs> having a happy. <laughs> I uh, I don't know how this motive. I I I don't know. We I guess we talked about it. But imagine you're a dopey kid in 1994. All right, yep. you'd have been seven, eight. Sure, I would have been ten at the time. Watching this, would this have inspired you to go beg your parents to go to Las Vegas? Yes. If I was like, there's a place that has pirates and a big ass pirate show and <laughs> treasure and fucking dolphins in the well, desert, I, I will would say, be like, I must do this. Part so, of the part of the problem is, is that when you blur, I don't know, to a kid, like how how do you know what is part of the thing and what is it? Like, I guess you're like, oh, they no, gotta- you're you're a dumb kid. I, I can't tell you how many times I bought a toy and then like com- cried to my mother. And then she was like, yeah, why would you think it was an actual lightsaber? <laughs> you're 22. <laughs> because B B A told me it was. Uh. Well, yeah, but, but what if you show up and you're really jazzed because your babysitter is going to be a pirate? You know, like, then I would be disappointed, but I'm already there. They don't do that. And you said they die, but they said it was going to be there. The dolphin, the dolphin thing was real. <laughs> I jumped on the pirate ship and all I got was arrested. I remember being 100% convinced that the Indiana Jones ride was based on the movies and that it was three separate rides Mm -hmm. with three separate adventures. And no matter how much everybody told me in line, that wasn't what was going to (laughs) happen. If you think for one second, I didn't cry for the rest of the day at Disneyland when I was like, it was a temple of doom. You're mistaken. I'm glad that uh, uh, Kevin V. Hart, James V. Hart, got got paid for this. Yeah. Because how long do you think he spent on this? 45 minutes? <laughs> An hour? How long? I mean, how long would it take to turn on a f- word processor running Final Draft at that time? <laughs> 20 All minutes? Right. Yeah, that's a good 20 minutes. Let that thing boot up and uh, <laughs> turn on your fans to cool it down. Then you, you bang it out. And you're like, I don't know. Power of imagination. The pirates. There's a cool sword fight. And then I, I would have just slugged in like Cirque de Soleil ad read and then just let the ad wizards fucking write yeah, that scene. There you, you do go. It. Bang. You put in all the buzzwords you want, baby. I'm here for the hijinks. On the high seas. Oh, how does no one say that? Well, there aren't there isn't really an ocean. Was that the tagline for Cabin Boy? Uh, no, the tagline for Cabin Boy was like, you're probably going to hate this. <laughs> Letterman's here. That's pretty cool, right? Did you see Get a Life? No? No? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Mark, would you recommend Treasure Island The Adventure Begin? <laughs> Andrew, the only two people that I would recommend this to are you and me. <laughs> I feel like no one else loves brands I stupid movies as much as we do. The fascinating And even thing, for us, we're like, eh. The fascinating thing for me is that this is like how much of an absolute pander this is. And then for NBC to have no problem just taking almost $2 million and being like, all right, there's your hour. Whatever. Have fun. Do whatever you want. Show whatever you want. And, and that's not, this isn't necessarily a new thing in, in terms of, it definitely is not a new thing in terms of uh, broadcast television. They just, we just don't do it as much anymore. Yeah. Where you could just buy an hour of television and just say, okay, sure. But usually, they run a little thing ahead of time that says, guess what? The, the, the preceding thing is not, does not necessarily reflect the opinions, opinions of the owners of the station. Yeah. Instead, they just, just plopped it in. Like it was part of their, their night of ballyhoo and entertainment. Yes. That no, it's a big fucking commercial for, for this and Coca-Cola. Everything's just a big commercial. No, usually the, the show is supposed to be what drives you to watch the commercials. When you make the show the commercial and then the commercials are the commercials. Andrew, like don't you look, don't. How much do we both love it when blank goes to Disneyland? I mean, all right, all right. You got me there. You do have me there. Why didn't they do that? If ABC can get away with that, why can't uh, uh, Empty Nest go to Treasure Island? <laughs> Treasure Island, that, that would be good. Every Dreyfus shows up in the pirate show. Oh yes. my god! Uh, the the nurses from the show nurses nurses they're going to the Mirage for a conference, and then they end up I don't know banging Long John Silver. I don't Mad know. From Mad About You is in town. <laughs> All the friends want to go to Joey's first stage performance at the. Cirque du Soleil. Yes, there. And it's very funny and we all have a good time. There, there. All right. Now you can compete with Full House with Michelle getting a wish from the genie uh, while she was there at the Disney World at Full House. Yes. Do I have to think of everything? <laughs> well, uh, uh, you got anything else, Mark, on that one? Andrew, I think this was a fun, yeah. dumb commercial. <laughs> I don't think anyone should ever commercial. watch it. Um, no, it's a fun footnote for sure. It's a thing that happened that no one can deny that. And Treasure Island is now TI. They don't do this stuff anymore. Uh, you basically have the blood of the fountains in front of the Venetian. That's all we got it. now. Or the bull. I guess that's the Bellagio. It's the Bellagio fountain. The Venetian's across the street. The yes. Bellagio. No, that would work because the Bellagio is on the other side of uh, the Mirage. So unless they were firing the cannons into the air to get at the, the, the dunes, that'd be a tough shot. Maybe well, they banked they it off the Mirage. actually firing <laughs> cannons, you realize. Well, well, maybe they banked it off the volcano. And then okay, they, they yeah, that the, makes sense. The, the dunes. That's going to do it for uh, Treasure Island. The adventure begins. But we look forward to next time where we have another incredibly creepy spooktacular. This time around... Oh, it's another. You're going to love this. It's, it's if you thought you wanted to go to Treasure Island after viewing it. Well, to hang on to your butts. 
from 1997, starring Steve Gutenberg. It's Tower of Terror. Do I know you? No, but I know you. <laughs> My name is Abigail Gregory and you're Buzzy Crocker and I have read all of your work. <laughs> My work? You're a fan? Why not? Your insight into the supernatural is very impressive. <laughs> Lucky me. Yeah. So what do you want, an autograph? Oh, no. No, no. I have a story for you. Does this building look familiar? Yeah, it's the Hollywood Tower Hotel. Halloween night, 1939. Five people disappeared mysteriously from the elevator, including Sally Shine, child movie star. Made little Sally a legend. Tell me something I don't know. All right. I'll tell you what really happened that night. Oh, yeah, lady? And how's that? Because, young man, I was there. This isn't even there anymore, Mark. It's Andrew. It's, it's, it's Guardians of the Galaxy now. <laughs> Andrew, I remember this being a TV movie that was on and me being too scared to watch it. Because <laughs> you were like, oh, Rod's Rod Serling. Ugh. No, I was like, the goot. Oh, he's a crazy Santa Claus. If he if he does, if he talks about taking me to a world of wonder, oh, I, I I'm out. I'm out. That's right. For next time, it is long before your Pirates of the Caribbean, your Haunted Mansions, your Country Bears, your Tron colon Legacies. <laughs> it was the television movie Tower of Terror starring Police Academy's own Steve Gutenberg. That's going to do it for this episode of TV Movie Night. But if you'd like to contact us... Lord knows the authorities have been trying for the past year. Good <laughs> fucking luck. You can email us at uh, television. Uh, no, you can email us. At you TV know, you know where to email the, us. The people know. <laughs> TV movie night podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash TV movie night. You can listen to past episodes way in the past at <laughs> soundcloud.com pre-pandemic episodes well it was mid-pandemic at a certain point soundcloud.com forward slash tv movie night podcast you can subscribe to us uh and <laughs> just be surprised it's like finding your own buried treasure when a new episode shows up <laughs> subscribe to us on itunes uh, you can also do that on Spotify and you can also do that on Stitcher. Stitcher. Stitcher, all of those allowing you to stream podcasts directly to your smartphone. All that information and more. Yes, it's still up. TV Movie Night. SoundCloud.com forward slash TV Movie Night. This is a good ad read. I'm, yeah, I'm this is definitely, great. Definitely well practiced and well versed at this. This is kind of what that movie felt like. Just uh, dolphins. We got, okay, we got dolphins. Is, TV. Like a, is there like a restaurant? Give us an email. Do we, do we have an email? Do we have a website? Does no. This, this place has a casino. All right, really? call us. Just give us a call. And we'll set you up. Go. I, yeah, I don't know. Plug into the BBS that we have set up. Just dial right in. Right down the center. Mark, is there anything else? 
Andrew, I'm so glad to be recording again. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're going to have a great uninterrupted run of the next 24 <laughs> to 52 episodes. Oh, yeah. Stand so by everybody for that. Tune in. And if there's ever an episode that you miss, just remember, you never miss the episodes when you imagine. <laughs>